Welcome to the super fun game review podcast, Go Mega Ultra Between Review Show. Show. Down. Welcome to a special edition of Mubbers. All right, guys. So this week we have our special, which is going to be the Tomb Raider movie review. Yeah. The movie just came out on Friday, and uh, we're getting this review up to you guys here on Sunday night. So hope you enjoy it. And, yeah. That was, a, that was a good intro. That was a good, you know, opening. Yeah. Let's do it one more time. Let's do another one. Let's have multiple openings. What do you say? Another one. Another one. You mean like another movie? I like that like one. Let's do another one. All right, one. hold on. Let me let me do another one. All right, okay. Ready? ready? Go for it. I, I didn't see Ralph bring his his bridge. Guys, welcome to the movie review of Tomb Raider. Movie, movie review. review. All, right. All right, so <laughs> so how I wanted to how I kind of want to format this, and since this is going to be the first one, we'll just kind of give you a little insight as to how we're going to do this. It's kind of like you go see a movie with your friends and then you're kind of having this like generalized discussion about the movie afterwards, just like all sitting in the car. So what we're going to cover here is we're going to do a general plot discussion. Then we're going to talk about the ending specifically. We're each going to go around and talk about our favorite moments. And then we're going to just throw in some other random like tidbits that we thought were either good or absolutely terrible about it. And then... We're going to give it our grades in the same way that we always do for all of our video games. We'd love some feedback on this. If you guys really enjoy this, please let us know, and we'll try to do more. We'll go see more movies. Good. That was our third, uh, our third opening, our third intro. That's good. We're on, we're on, we're on the right path. We're on, we're on, we're on par with what the movie. Dick. All right, so the plot of this movie is like loosely based on the game that yeah. we just reviewed last week. Um, they... Decided for some reason, though, to give it three different intros, um, all of which take place before the game. And they even simplified the plot of the game, where it's just kind of like one tomb with like six tri- or like four trials in it. And that's about it. Like, uh, it, it, they really did, they, they went more into uh, like Lara's past with her father. And what she's doing before she actually goes, whereas in the game, it picks up right outside of the the island. I only think they're really doing that because this isn't the first Tomb Raider movie of, of like reboot anyway that we're going right. to see. There's there's more to follow, definitely. Oh, for sure. But I mean, I think they did a better job opening this this storyline with the game than they did in the movie. the The movie just seemed to like drone on and on, and they're like, "Oh, here's Laura. Here's why Laura would have any sort of skill surviving in the way that she does." Yeah, she's really quick on a bike. She's agile. Oh, she has some combat training because she's at an MMA gym for no fucking reason. And and by the way, like very early, just gonna let you know, like we are gonna totally ruined the movie oh complete spoilers. spoilers that's fine i'm a bike messenger i don't want my family's fortune i'm not gonna sign these papers oh I, it's, what the fuck I, i'm sorry it's just it it's terrible it, that 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 part is just completely unnecessary so correct me if i'm wrong but in the game laura is like she's she's studied 
she's she wanted to go to this island unless yes. unless I'm forgetting yeah. the plot. Okay. Correct. It's, it's not following her father's legacy to right. go to the the island. Right. So what they did was they took they took like the setting of the game and said let's make a new story and sort of throw that in. I mean they ha- they have Himiko, they have the the myth, the fact that the the weather around the island is really really rough. They they sort of mention that in the movie and then it doesn't go anywhere because Himiko is not actually this nasty spirit that's causing this. She's just a patient zero for a disease. Yeah, a patient zero. She was she was royalty and we find out at the last moment or the last moment that if anybody touched her, I guess that's why she had so many handmaidens to like dress her. Everybody would die. Like that just seems stupid. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the supernatural elements that are present in the game are not represented in the movie, and that sort of doesn't work when you want to consider specifically the weather. I guess. Yes. Yeah. So you could just say, "Oh, the seas are rough here" or whatever. But as soon as as soon as she, the body's destroyed. And Laura climbs out. It's like, oh, sunny skies, no problem. And the helicopter can just come in. So, so it's like they sort of, they sort of looked at the outline of the the game and said, okay, let's just take pick and choose what we want and what we like. And oh, here's a here's a climbing axe. Let's use it. Here's a, a derelict bomber from World War II. Let's use it. Let's have her throw on a parachute or grab onto a hook and swing around a little bit. Like it just it it feels disconnected from the story they were trying to adapt. Unless I'm. No, I, I, I completely agree. I, I think they were clearly going for having those um, surprise moments. Like, anybody who played the game, they wanted to relate to those players somehow. So by putting in those tropes that were very significant in the game, I think it's to get a, oh, hey, I remember that. Or, wow, they, they incorporated that into the movie. I, I think they were going for those type of moments. You know, what's funny is as soon as she fell in the water, I just thought, like, she was going to hit a pipe. Oh, I was thinking (laughs) the same damn thing. (laughs) Well, they already kind of hit that where there was the one scene where um, she got the, like, stick in the gut. Oh, yes, they did. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. shrapnel in the kidney. And and then she, like, just pulled it out, and that's the exact same time, like, in the game where it's like, all right, she might be a little bit of a badass. And then in the movie, that's basically, like, one of the big kind of, like, scenes. I, I agree with Harry, but it's like they... They definitely trickled in a lot of sort of like bullet points or they wanted to check off certain yes. boxes that the game touched That the upon. game had, yeah. Right. Like the pickaxe where she used it against the guy and he like pulled it out. Or at the very end of the movie where she started using it and started rock climbing out to get out of the collapsing cave. Yeah, as soon, Not- as, soon as she kicked that ladder, I knew what was happening. The only reason oh, she yeah. had the axe yep. there was so that she could do her run and... And, and yeah, hook on. Exactly. Did anyone else notice that like that axe didn't go anywhere near into the like it was it's like, like it was like really lazy CG. Yeah. With with ah, pl- and and that's and that's something that like was uh, relevant throughout the whole movie. There was a lot of very lazy CG in this movie. There were a lot of shots where you could tell that they were digitally altered and people were green screened and not where they're supposed to be. And it yep. could also sort of be because we know in our minds that. She's not actually falling, you know, about to fall over a waterfall, but it did look cheap. It looked the the effects shots didn't hold up. I don't know what the budget on the movie was. I don't know if it's north of a hundred million. It could most likely be, but there were several instances like that where it looked like ironically, it looked like a video game because of the 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 poor quality of the CGI. Now, th- this is one thing that really irritated me. So something I learned when we were studying film back in, in high school. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, going back. Yeah, exactly. You 
whenever you film something, it's because you have a purpose to it. Why put it in if it's not going to relate to the movie? It's just mm-hmm. wasted space then. Sure. Why did we spend so much time being introduced to all these characters in the beginning of the movie not to come back to them later? Right. She went through the friends, and I was expecting a lot of these. And I saw similar-looking uh, characters to what was represented in the game, and I was like, that is probably that person. This is probably that person. And then they just quickly did intros in a few different scenes in the beginning and then didn't use them again the rest of the yeah, movie. Like, was that to- supposed to be Sam? What's that? Right in the beginning yeah. with the M- at the MMA gym, like was that supposed to be Sam? I, like, and, like the best friend. But I'm yeah, just, yeah. just, oh, yeah, she, I just completely saying, forgot about her. But I completely I, forgot. I think that they're building them up because that's going to be for Tomb Raider number two. Do we really oh, see a second one coming out of? I well, do. I don't. I do. do no, I I do. There, no, this is not going to be like a one and done reboot. I think, I don't think it's going to get the review scores to warrant a second movie. No. Laura starts becoming the adventurer because that's not who she was what i want to say as a bit of a rebuttal to that is sure. you don't think it's going to be a franchise clark steve you think it's going to be a franchise mm-hmm. i think what they've done is okay we're going to make this movie and we're going to plant these seeds yeah they they're, 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 they did have some characters for setup but whether or not those seeds will grow into plants depends on how much green they get at the box office yeah of course so if sun Plant plants grow with sun and water. <laughs> what did I say? Green, green. How much green they get? So well, photosynthesis. Whenever yeah. I think yeah. photosynthesis, I think green. So the sun is the money. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, the rain. Uh, chlorophyll. Is the money. <laughs> rain Mr. is the money. Mr. So horticultural Harry. Every every movie that comes out, someone's trying to build a franchise. If this movie makes you know five hundred, six hundred million dollars in the box office worldwide, they probably will make a sequel because they have the foundation to do that. They've they've planted those seeds. With the new Laura. Yeah, with, <laughs> uh, okay. Reboot the reboot? Uh, and I said this in the car, but when when it comes to Tomb Raider, the farthest thing I can think of is an urban chase sequence on bicycles. <laughs> with I, the paint. With, with, with some paint and, you know, the, the, the fox hunt. Okay. It, it just felt like it came from a different movie. I don't know uh, why they did whoa, that. Whoa, the fox and the hound. It came from that it movie. It came from the fox and the hound? Yeah, okay. All right, sure. <laughs> it was. They referred to yeah. the, the guy bikers as the hounds chasing the fox. Yeah. Uh, well, that's also what they do in Which is a in- metaphor for a hot lady. Th- th- and that's also what they do in <laughs> yeah. England to you just found foxes. Fox. You send hounds after them. It's a very English thing. Brits. Anyway. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, right. I, I, going back to the beginnings like, and, the, and those, the multiple openings, I feel like they should have gone with one or the other. Like, I kind of like the MMA fight a little bit better because it, it sort of... It sort of makes sense then later in the movie. Like, I mean, if Laura like found a bike and was using it on the island to be like, ah, now I know why we had that sequence in the beginning because we can we can see how good she is on a bike. But there's nothing to, in the rest of the movie to do with a bike. It's to show she's a fighter. It's That's to sh- it. it's to show that she knows how to escape people. No, and then and then when she had the fight with uh, Shane from the Shield, that to show that she can do a hip toss properly. Every time she had a physical altercation with somebody somebody got someone in a fucking headlock, headlock. because yep. that is what she almost got knocked unconscious with in the beginning right I noticed that and there was that a lot of headlocks re- <laughs> really bothered me because a headlock is like not that effective like as as somebody who has done like jujitsu and judo and muay thai like who? headlocks are not like yeah th- yeah, it, no. I mean, it's not the end all be all. Like. I don't have any background in martial arts, but when she was in the headlock in the first sequence, I was just waiting for her to start elbowing 
the girl behind her, which, because I've seen enough movies, I know that you can just elbow someone, and I thought for sure she was going to get out of it, instead of tapping out. And I even turned to you and said, okay, we set up this fight that Lara lost, right? I'm waiting for the end of the movie to show her coming back to the gym, fighting that chick, and just whooping, whooping her monkey ass is what I thought they were going to do, because to me, that's a better way to end the movie than her finding that, oh, there's an organization out there that I have to stop, work to be done, credits. Like, second movie. Uh, that's where it comes in. Yeah, so, the, the way that they set up a second movie is just like shilly, it's real happening. bad. Especially since like the Trinity and then the other the other company, like it wasn't really connecting for me. I I don't know why. Like I saw on the box there was that what what was it? Pat Patelli or Pat Pateni Pantra. or Pantra, Pantra, whatever it was. It was on one box and then the the main bad guy was working for the the Trinity Corporation or whatever was it was it Trinity or yeah he was he yeah. said he's mentioned Trinity and then they were all carrying Pantra boxes right right and it turns out that her stepmom no power of attorney I think she works in the company person? I don't yeah. think she's a stepmom or well any kind at of first I thought figure. it was her stepmom she's on the board she's on yeah. the board yeah um so before we get too far away from it yep. I do want to say as a whole I enjoyed the bike scene. I, I like action scenes like that that aren't your typical, oh, I'm on a car chase or something. I thought it was an interesting scene. Do you think it fit in the movie, though? If they would have used it later, yes. That it wasn't even strong character building. It was just a, a cool... I, I thought it was just a, a scene that could have been used in any movie. It didn't yeah, have any relevance yeah, yeah. specifically but, to Tomb Raider. I but, think but, but, but standalone. No, no uh, one point I do want to make, though. Now... When you talk about in the game, there was a very powerful scene. We talked about it in the Tomb Raider episode when she kills her first person. Yes. Now, thank you. Uh, um, so we have that you missed it. You walked out to use the bathroom and you missed the best scene in the movie. I thought, uh, or of one bitch. of one of the best scenes. Well, okay. now, now my big issue with this this part in the movie. So she has this fight. She finally figures out the the headlock situation <laughs> overcomes that 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 and then she drowns a guy <laughs> she, yeah. she she drowned a guy she, yeah. she she has gets him in like a in like some kind of I don't know if it was a headlock or uh, just some it kind was, of it, lock she had him in a rear naked choke and uh, it was they were in the puddle and she she drowns him basically yeah uh, Harry go ahead no uh, no no that's fine can, he was just a recap of the scene I, I just uh, can you can you paint the picture because that's one thing that I wanted to at least bring up for the fact that I leave. Nothing's really happening. I come back and then all of a, all right. of a sudden she finds dad and something oh, right. I, I missed things. Um, so so what, what happened after that scene is she saw somebody scurrying around in the woods, followed that person. Um, and it turned out to up, be. Has this epic uh, cliffhanger scene, crawls into this cave, finds it's her dad in the cave. Which Straight I think out probably, of Castaway. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he going was crazy. Going like, nuts. Oh, if you just ignore it, she'll go away. Yeah. yeah, he was talking to himself like he thought that she was a figment of his imagination, which you could yeah. say was actually kind which of interesting. He kind of he kind of already kind of like prefaced that afterwards. All right. Um. So what I have a big issue with. Yes, they haven't seen each other in seven years. Okay. And they're doing like a a, a, a bit of um catching yeah. up, I guess. Yeah. Figuring it all out, explaining what has happened, but she never has like a moment where she's like, "Dad, I just." killed somebody like like it wasn't like a traumatic event for her it was just well it was portrayed that way it's alicia like, vikander portrayed that it was which everybody knows that this is like this turning point for her well but what, i don't think it was portrayed that way in the movie it was like a 30 like 
she maybe like whimpered a little bit after she looked at the guy dead. Okay. But then she immediately switched to this figure in the woods. And then they never bring it up again. Like, well, I wait, feel wait, like, they didn't I feel explore like, it. Like, at, like, like, like she's vulnerable meeting her dad, having seen him after all this, or haven't seen him after all this time. Like that, that's a perfect moment to like daughter, dad moment. Hey, I killed somebody. I'm having emotional problems. I, mean, I, I completely missed the first death. And you know what? That might be just a general trope of an action movie. People die and like the, the making a big deal out of somebody dying is like for a drama movie. I think it's something that's, almost not tolerated they, in an action they film. could have done it though they they could have they could have taken the time they could have taken a minute of the the movie's runtime to explore that and it would have been it would have been enough probably. compared to some of the other stuff that they actually put in yeah you could actually make that a little more of a a point of her character to it, build of like hey uh, I, I was riding a bike now i killed somebody and let's actually make something of this rather than so, uh, so oh, you I, met daddy. I, I think what yeah. I'm getting at is it was a missed opportunity to do character building. Correct. Is what You're I was right. getting at. Yeah. Also, she went from killing that one guy to in about 10 minutes just lacing people up with fucking arrows. Like well, that, that's just, how it happened in the game too. <laughs> I, I know. It was it it was just ridiculous. Ridiculous, she was though. A I thought master. it was. I thought it was ridiculous. Yeah, like, she like she's like all of a sudden, like, just like, oh, uh, you know, I went from shooting an apple in my fucking backyard to I'm this like assassin with a fucking bow and arrow, barely kinda, shooting an apple, barely. It she was hit it kind of ridiculous. Go ahead, Ralph. You go first. I'll uh, do my point. I want to talk about the two things I had that pulled me out of the movie, and you know what I mean, right? Suspension of disbelief when it's like you're watching oh, it and you're and you're good, that and then and full bladder. These, there's all you get. <laughs> sure, sure. Hold yeah. on, real, real quick. There were two times during the movie that Ralph and I both looked at each other and were just like thought the exact same thing. And then we both put our hands on our faces <laughs> and just rubbed our noses like just out Eskimo. of sheer frustration. Eskimo oh, kisses. Ralph made like audible noises. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I, I heard it. And, but there was, going, there was one or two times when I had to like tap you on the shoulder. Like it was like I would agree. It was like. Yeah, this is kind of fucked up. This is stupid. But I, you made noises. All right. So the two things that really pulled me out of the movie, other than the urban bike chase, because the bomber on the edge of the waterfall, I was like, oh, I, I actually wish I was sitting next to you because I would have, I would have like elbowed you or something because of that one puzzle that you were yeah, stuck in for like, that so. for like an hour, and it was like the goddamn uh, bomber. But um, she, she gets in it and. Small thing was that she's like trying to cut her 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 rope that's binding her hands. Oh yeah, and it starts to fall, and she's just like, "Ah, uh, I'm just gonna keep cutting this. I'll be fine." And then decides to to you know move or whatever. But the the parachute in the bomber that she grabs and holds like cross cross armed, yeah. and bear she rips. It. She bear hugs it. She rips the rip cord. Not only does the parachute open, she's actually able to hang onto it <laughs> and then makes a swift descent into the forest. Continuity. Yeah, no way fucking off. way. No way off. Uh, can I... My, my thought at that scene real quick, and I'll, I'll let mm. you finish your point. Yeah. So it went from... Oh, what was it? She was crossing a bridge, fell into the, the river, Yep. almost went over the waterfall, yep. went onto the boat. Yep. The boat started to crack. She ran across that, jumped in the boat, and then the... the or you not mean the, the ship? The, the, the plane. The, the, the plane, ship. The the plane, plane. started to fall. It was just one thing after another. As soon as she landed on the ground, I was like, "The earthquake! Earthquake's gonna start any second!" <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't fucking stop. It well, at, at the didn't. same time, I, I think that's a little bit of a homage to the game 
because that's kind of the way it happens too. You fall into the river, you're going down, you're trying to avoid spikes and everything else, and then all of a sudden, hey, here's a log. Oh, here's a plane. It's just kind of right there. So it wasn't too surprising actually playing the game. It was just bad though. It, oh yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it was good, but I mean, it wasn't surprising. Like in the in the game, the same thing happens. She's in the True. bomber and gets the the parachute. Yeah, but at least in the game, she put the parachute. Yeah, on her she back. puts the parachute on. She's and then just falls not like out. like. Oh, you're my friend. I'm gonna hug you. Oh, I'm gonna pull this cord, and then it still magically comes out while I'm still in the same position. Thing. The other thing was, of course, when she gets into the cave and is talking to her father, and we realize we just walked into the plot of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade because. She brought the book to the people he was trying to keep the book away from. And it was so funny when he's like, I just, I'm so glad you burned that book and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, wait a minute, I've, I've heard this before. And she's like, so about the book. Um, you messed up, A.A. Ron. You should have sent it to the Mox Brothers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How long has it been since you guys seen The Last Crusade? No? Been a while. No. Oh. Okay. Well, to me, I just from that moment on, it was Laura Croft and the Last Crusade. <laughs> Sean Connery was along for the ride for me for the for the rest of the movie. Yeah, and then he was along for the ride on the the way home. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, actual yeah, yeah. ride home. Yeah, yeah. that's that's irrelevant. <laughs> Screaming obscenities. Uh, so that last point, I think I, I really wanted to make, and it's not a very long one. So I get the bow. Get All the right. Young... Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I get the young girl and everything, but then they do the the, the finger kiss thing in the that air. Does, does that like I don't know? Sound like Katniss Everdeen all over again? Like like the, no, and, and, Kat- and it's not a copy paste. No, yeah, that, she but... was a Boy Scout. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, so so different. So so different. <laughs> With everything else, do we really have to add that? It's just it's weird. I, I do want to say that the 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 parent cliche thing like where they always like the, the father and daughter or, or mother and son like they always have like this one thing to like make a connection it makes me think of like face off where john travolta's like putting his hand all over his kid's face in a non-creepy manner at all They're, in some movies it's like a trope like some movies have that like stupid parental connection or they have a phrase that they say to each other like and yeah like just like call kissing her, kissing your sprout. yeah call sprout. that's right sprout. kissing your fingers and like putting like, i thought it was dumb i was like yeah, okay great let's move on dumb you're all done sprout i was i was rambling there sorry so, so you're just you're just seeing like the hunger games is what you're getting not loose loose but i just feel like they could have done something loose the arrows loose them it's just like with everything else, do you really have to throw in the, the fingers in the air kind of okay. thing? They could have done okay. something else. I'll admit I didn't think she was going to find her father alive on the island. No. No, I didn't either. I was actually kind of bummed when she found him. I was yeah, like, I was like, cool. I was kind of surprised what? at that. Like, what are the odds? It was like too perfect of a situation and then I was to su- be believable. I was surprised yeah. he lived for so long. Ah, that's. I was thinking that too. I thought for sure like as soon as he was at the door and, and the villain was like... Like open the temple? Yeah. I thought he was just going to like pop him or whatever. Before we get too far away from it, since we're talking about the death of her father, let's talk about the ending now. All right. Let's move on to the ending. The dad dies. There's your ending. And but, then well, she I, lives. No, hold on. No. I, so so they, they figure out that uh, Himiko is kind of like patient zero with this like uh, disease. Uh, it takes over two people and... Turns you into a zombie. Yeah, turns you into yeah. a fucking zombie. Pretty much. every fucking thing does. I have a lot of problems with how that movie ended. I, I I think it was a very stale concept. I think there was this whole like 
oh no, like there's nothing wrong with the fucking mysticism. It was, it was, you know, the Last Crusade. I have a lot of problems with the movie in itself, especially if you're going to bring up Himiko. I guess maybe I might be a little spoiled because of the game, but she could have been a much bigger part than it's just like, oh, here's the name of uh like the the Death Queen. And then, oh, we're going to mention her one more time. Oh, we found her grave. Oh, people will die when they touch her. Oh, that's it. And that's That just is really what it felt like. I like the puzzles. Like, when you're getting towards the end of the movie, when them when they were going through the whole, uh, for lack of a better term, like temple or labyrinth yeah. to get tomb. to the tomb. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess tomb. <laughs> the tomb that they were raiding? I Let, think that was the best part of the movie. Let's have the, the puzzle... Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, I think that was the best part of the movie, and it was kind of more towards the tail end. Like, it showed her ability to solve puzzles throughout the movie, but it didn't really, like, it was trap after trap after trap yeah. towards the end. I'm like, glad they incorporated that. And she used a trap to actually, like, kill somebody yeah. Yeah. on purpose, and she, like, sought out a different trap. I thought that was kind of cool. Spike to the face. I, I do want to say that, Maybe it's nostalgia because with the Indiana Jones films, I think the same thing, but I give them a pass. I'm always sort of like, how does this puzzle work exactly? Yeah. So the the color puzzle, <laughs> when it gets green, the door opens. It's a how does of, that work? Because it's the color of life, Ralph. What is sensing that it's green now? And now it'll open the door. Like, the I know, I, dude, the built-in IR scanner. Of, yeah. of Every fucking tomb has of course, one. Of course. The, amount of, that? the amount of fucking gems they were tossing her. I was Seriously. like, where the hell are they getting all these? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Fucking, who, who broke out the, the, the Crayola gemstones? <laughs> right. I thought someone was going to be like, use them all! Or like the colors of the rainbow. Open up the open up the door. Like It, it would have made brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make the brown light. Everyone shits themselves. Make the brown, Laura. Make Whoa. the brown. Uh, yeah, so the ending, the the father sacrifices himself to destroy Himiko so that they don't have this... with, uh, explosives and shit like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, they have the, the final stand, or final standoff between Lara and... What's the, what was the villain's name? Matthias. Oh, that's right. Same as the game, right? Yeah. It's... Honestly, I don't really have much to say about the ending. I thought it was just a very generic, just wrap it up, got to say goodbye to dad finally, and move yep. on with life, and yep. hey, look at this. You remember these Berettas from the original Tomb Raider? <laughs> uh, they were H&K uh, USPs, Frost. weren't they? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, I know. USPs, 45. Uh. And then it's like, oh, someone who works for one of the companies is doing some bad things, and I realize it, and I'm setting up for movie number two. I did notice that on the gun rack, there was a, a Mateber. Uh, sitting there, I think that's how you say it. It's the it's the automatic revolver. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. what um what's his name from Ghost in the Shell carries. Uh, but yeah, I actually was really hoping that she'd end up back at the gym and she would be fighting that chick and would whoop her and pay the pay her, not her coach, but her pay gym her, dues. Pay the yeah, pay her dues yeah. or something like that. But no, with like a gold bar or something. Yeah, no. right. I got this at my latest tomb. All right. No, because so, she's wealthy, is what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. Here's the finger of a dead goddess. Go ahead. Touch yeah, it's it. another thing. Like, why, again, when I get back to the point, why show something if you're not going to use it yes. later? They, they, yeah. they could have played on a joke or like a like a simple, not like like a huge ha 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 joke, but you know, like one of those wrap up the movie. Like, oh, that's uh, clever. They uh, wrote that into uh, the script. I think they tried to. There's they nothing. Tried there's to nothing do that. clever about this movie. Really not. Well, at least uh, the one thing I did like is at the very end when she killed Shane from the Shield because or Matthias. Matthias. Uh, he, she took the the baggie that had the finger of Himiko 
and shoved it in his mouth, and that's what turned him, and then punched it in. Like, for a second, I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? Oh, and that was uh, that was neat. Yeah, Matthias got fingered. Yeah, he did, right in the mouth. This is always a question that I always ask after, like, a movie. 42. So, so I want to know, like, what what is your favorite moment of the movie? We're just going to go around the table. Ralph. I think I like that first kill that she does. I think that I liked the way it was lit and it looked and it was gritty and fairly realistic. I mean, the other stuff is all kind of silly. I want to say that that was my favorite moment. All right. What about you, Steve? All right. I might be a little sappy. I kind of like where her and her dad are kind of like working together in unison where they don't actually have to see each other for seven years to realize what the other one is thinking when they start when they're in the uh Himiko's tomb um with uh the main villain and the henchmen and start going back and forth and the the action that ensues i i did enjoy that one you big sap i know what about you harry uh it was a very short-lived moment but i i like the moments in movies and this doesn't apply to just specifically this but like when they put clues together to to find this bigger treasure like early on in the movie she cracked the one thing at, with the will found uh what was it the note and it went and oh, i forget she it got a key to the mausoleum I, I think so and then she like so yeah i Mine too. That's actually like my favorite fucking part. I, I like when characters put the pieces together and you're seeing the mystery unravel as like as if you were that person. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like that I, I thought it was very clever. Like the whole like the whole ruse of it, like, oh, I'm supposed to give you this, like, oh, we had tons of these around the house. Like no one else would fucking get that. And he like played it perfectly. I, I, I thought it was a really cool way to like introduce her to like his extra world yeah the first letter of my final journey my final <laughs> resting place final resting place yeah. <laughs> she just walks into like a sex dungeon yeah this is my secret <laughs> yeah. life oh on- god <laughs> welcome to my red room daddy what Boop. laura i'm glad you're here burn it all burn everything <laughs> oh yeah that's some weird kinks i'm not, I'm not don't watch lie. any of the tapes and burn everything <laughs> what else is there to really talk about this movie like uh Music, acting quality, or like how it was shot. The, well, the I, music was okay. Like I, I think for the certain scenes, they they did an alright job with it. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. You, think you got this. You got this thing going on with your nose, Ralph. Oh, excuse me. Did that pick up yeah. on the mic? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean the that. the CGI, like when she jumped off the boat and was like in the ocean, it wasn't done very well. There are a few things like. Camera wise, could have done better, but it was it was okay. I'll give it an overall okay between like music, cinematography, and and acting's all right. She'd all right. I think she was a good Lara Croft. At least I think. Um, honestly, with I'm still gonna go with it. Second movie, gonna be able to kind of like bring it together a bit. I did want to say that um, Alicia Vikander is a great actress. She is she. She is a great actress. She's very good, and I think she was trying something a little different, like trying to make this her like her her big break in terms of financial and box office potential. Because a lot of her movies have been sort of indie or or under the under the main radar. Thank you. Under the radar. That's a shame because everyone should go see Ex Machina. Ex Machina is amazing, and she is amazing in it. 
she is absolutely right. She's not that great in this. I I did not like. I didn't think she was a very good actress in this. I kind of think she was the only one acting. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I think she was good, and maybe the acting looked bad in this movie because all her support I thought were kind of weak. Like especially sure. Lou Ren, I thought was they could have gotten somebody better. Donnie, I actually, Donnie Yen I actually, was busy. I actually thought he was like a little more genuine than all the other characters. I thought he was very robotic in his delivery. Like just like you could almost tell he's reading from that script. He didn't I, go anywhere. His character didn't go anywhere. No, it did it did not. The whole subplot was like a, we will we will fight your father saved us. We will fight with you. I'm putting an accent on there. They were speaking in a different language. Like that that whole thing like didn't even didn't matter. They didn't need to have some big raid or some some moment where they were going to stand up to the people that had been oppressing them and forcing them to work because they were all dead at that point. Yeah, and they didn't even make them do anything after that. It was They were just like thrown into random cutscenes and then just go back to Laura and the group. Yeah. Overall, I want to say I think Alicia Vikander was fine in this movie. I don't think the weakness was her. And I wasn't really sure about her casting just because I know like how like she's like she's basically tiny she's like 5 foot 2 or something but I don't think it really mattered. No. I uh, think I think they elongated her in some scenes. Elongated, you think? Yeah. Like when she was doing like the CGI jumps and shit. Okay. I think they made her look longer than what she was when she was standing there. Okay. I uh, one thing I did like this is very general but I feel like one of the big selling points for the old Tomb Raider games is the sexualization of Lara Croft. Okay. Oh, look at this character has huge tits. She's got huge tits. Huge pyramid boobies. Like I, I think there was um, a lot of potential to really over-sexualize Lara Croft in this movie, and they didn't go that route. They already did that with Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah, well, with, yeah, with the well, previous. Yeah. Oh, I'm just saying, they could have gone that route with this, but I, I think did. it was a classier movie because they didn't. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. Agreed. It was more on like the actual character rather than oh here's like this really attractive female who does action things and check out her chest. They still it's, got her in that tank top and got her in some some positions to look straight down it, but yeah. Well, what the tank two, top is but a, it's not. I was saying that like the the teal green tank top, like it's good that they put that because that, yeah, gray. that's the that's the iconic. Oh, wait, I thought it was gray. No, Either not. way, it's it's. I a, mean, it's from, a grittier from, version of the of what Laura is supposed to be, anyway. Yeah, I mean, from 2013, they went with like the same color tank top. Yeah, it's not the game. neon teal yeah, yeah, of yeah. old, but it's still like a, a dark teal. Um, let's do uh, let's do final final grades. Ralph, do you want to start? How would you grade this? Well, I didn't get the chance to say that I thought the music was just completely boring and forgettable. I kind of I thought you exemplified that by snoring. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, in terms of my out of a hundred score, um, I don't know, forty-five. Can you do that again without the? Because it's going to be really hard to edit around. I don't know a forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Nailed it. Glad you liked cool. It. I don't know which one I'm going to use now. <laughs> I don't you know. know. I, I would still go with the Maybe. first one because I think that just that just like exemplifies. I might everything. leave both. The I whole mean, thing. I, I, forty-five. <laughs> that. All right, that's Steve. It. Steve, what do you think? Um, I'm going to have to give the movie a a C. It's like I I wish it was a little better. 
it could have been worse, but I was hoping for a little more. I was I was a little disappointed with this. All right, what about you, Harry? <sighs> <laughs> Fucking all three of you. What, what did I do? I didn't breathe, did I? No, you didn't do oh, it. Oh, I had my eyes closed. <laughs> no, that was me. <laughs> I'll be quick about it. I think I'm going to give it a four out of ten. I, I think it's b- below average, but not like a one out of ten. It's, wa- it's watchable. It's, it's watchable. All right. Uh, I'm going to give this one falling bomber out of one parachute held very too tightly. Sounds impossible to me. No. It is, it is impossible. <laughs> it was in the movie. I watched it happen, and it is not impossible. Yeah, they, they it is not real. Movies. I saw it in the movies. It's real. <laughs> All right, guys. So that was our review of the Tomb Raider movie. Lara yeah, Croft and the Last Crusade. <laughs> yeah, I uh, hope you guys enjoy it, and please give us some feedback on it. Uh, we really appreciate it. Also, give us an iTunes review. Please. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, do what Harry yeah, cool. says. Yeah. Cool. Just because he hits us if you don't. I do. Uh-huh. And now a word from our sponsor. Boop. Hey, everybody. Be sure to check out Body Snatchers Podcast, one of our new sponsors. Join Steve, Tino, Gia, and John as they talk about anime, gaming, comics, and more. You can find them on iTunes, CastBox, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to enjoy their content soon. Thanks and have a great day!